Light Up Your Life for the First Timer's Guide to Diwali Celebrations. We hope that you'll join us in this illuminating episode as we guide you through your first Diwali celebration, explore the festival's rich history, discover its significance in Hinduism, and pick up creative ideas to make your own festivities sparkle. Perfect for those new to Diwali or anyone looking to deepen their understanding of this radiant occasion. Hello, Radiant Souls, and welcome back to another episode of Married to India, where we weave love stories across borders and ignite passions beyond cultures. I'm your host, Amy Rigetti, your very own cultural matchmaker, navigating the wondrous mazes of two enthralling worlds. But before I get started, I want to give a big, big thank you to Brianna Krista Nicole for reaching out. Brianna, this episode is specially crafted for you and all the glowing hearts out there who are dipping their toes into the mesmerizing ocean of Diwali celebration for the first time. So let's light the lamp, shall we? Diwali or Deepavali is India's festival of lights, a time when hearts and homes and heavens shimmer in an unparalleled glow. But Diwali is more than just fireworks and fairy lights. It's like the Oscars of spirituality, where every light symbolizes triumph over darkness, good over evil, and knowledge over ignorance. It is the biggest festival in the Hindu calendar and is celebrated early fall every year according to the lunar calendar. So the dates may change and therefore can fall in either late October or early November. And while Diwali has different significances across India, its roots in Hinduism are often tied to Lord Rama's return, Tayodhya, after his 14-year exile and victory over Ravana. The people of Ayodhya lit oil lamps in a grand welcome, a kind of a gesture, and we today keep this tradition alive on this day. And so the word Deepavali means a row of lights in Sanskrit, and its origins were likely as an ancient harvest festival. And today it's the Festival of Lights, attached to various mythological stories, particularly tales of Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth. The date of Deepavali on the new moon makes it the darkest night in the month of Karthik. And when the nights are cold and long and dark, all these little lights make the darkness just easier to bear. So Diwali is typically a four or five day event starting two days before the new moon and extending two days afterward. It is traditionally a puja celebration that worships, honors, and shows devotion to the divine. And in India, while Diwali is celebrated by everyone, people don't amass in public, but rather get into small groups with their friends, families, in homes, neighborhoods, and local temple communities. And for Indian families that have dispersed all over the world, Indian people in general celebrate Diwali. However, it's considered a public celebration open to Hindus and anyone else. This is not limited to. One other thing that I like to always mention is that prepping for Diwali means cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. And since this is a festival held in honor of Lakshmi, the Hindu goddess of wealth, hold on to your brooms, folks, because a significant part of Diwali is cleaning your home. And it's believed that Goddess Lakshmi, the deity of wealth and prosperity, only enters a clean and welcoming home. So channel your inner Marie Kondo, folks, and let's declutter. A little bit of my backstory on this is, you know, Srinu 
hasn't always been so forthcoming because Srinu doesn't necessarily know why his parents do things. So it was very hard for me to understand these. And many years went by where I didn't get it. Um, and when we first started off, the internet was not a big thing. And, you know, it was kind of just starting to become a thing. And so I didn't have a lot of information provided to me about these things. And we weren't really close with a lot of Srinu's friends or anybody that would give me information. As a matter of fact, one of Srinu's um, first friends was part of the reason why I started Indian cooking because I was actually told by one of the wives that Indian cooking was just too difficult and I wouldn't be able to learn it. And it just fueled my fire because I wanted to prove people wrong that not only was I interested, but I was capable. So this was one of those situations where I couldn't understand like why before every single puja or any festival, why are we cleaning the house? This isn't just picking up and sweeping and mopping the floors. This is we are, you know, literally throwing water all over the outside, cleaning sidewalks, cleaning walkways, letting everything dry. We're top to bottom cleaning as if the president were going to be visiting my home. And that was because nobody explained to me what it was behind the reason why we were cleaning. If that was said, I would have understood it a little bit better. It doesn't mean I have to believe in it, but I definitely would have gotten it. Instead, you know, I'm reading into all this stuff as if I am not keeping a clean house. So no worries here, folks. People are not insulting you or telling your house is dirty. It's just things do have to be wiped down, cleaned, mopped, you know, even sidewalks and such are usually uh, water is kind of dispersed over them to make sure that they're clean and free of debris because you are decorating them with these lamps and Diwali uh, decorations and stuff like that. So no fear. This has nothing to do with your house not being clean, my dear. So let's talk a little bit more about the food. Um, I don't even know where to start here, but Diwali is like... Um, and all you can eat buffet for your soul. So you want to make sure that you have everything from sweets to savory snacks that your taste buds can just get a little bit of everything. And no Diwali is complete without mouth-watering dishes. So in our household, we love to combine traditional Indian recipes with some of our own American favorites. So like pumpkin-flavored ladu and apple cinnamon jalebis. And so we encourage you guys to make your culinary experience as fusion-filled or as traditional as you like. It's completely up to you. I can tell you my brother-in-law is not a fan of mixing things over, but obviously his brother doesn't have those same sentiments or he wouldn't have married outside the culture. So we're completely comfortable over here mixing up some stuff. So in addition to why why is it that we do this, um, it follows that story of Lord Rama, and that's a staple of Diwali. But who says that you guys can't make it relatable to your own experiences or the local culture? So if you have kids considering creating like a modern retelling of Ramayana or make it an annual family tradition that even your young members can contribute. Because if you guys don't introduce them to this and if you don't teach them this and if you don't make it normal to them, right, this is like society today. If we don't normalize things that we feel make people uncomfortable that should not, then how do you expect people to be comfortable? So I highly, highly recommend it doesn't have to be that you believe in these mythological stories or anything like that. But if you have definitely married into the culture, I think that it's only fair that you allow your kids to grow up in an environment that is um, void of any ignorance and allows them to feel comfortable. Not only when people ask them, so why do you guys do this? Make sure that they know because um, if 
we'll go back to the whole saying of knowledge is power. And I want my kids to know these things. So we were very void of that in the very beginning because we didn't really understand. But as we've progressed and had more kids and kind of um, ironed out all the wrinkles, these are just things that we've learned over the year through um no fault of anybody's, but through our own learning experience that we feel that we can pass on to people now who are having kids. And we can say, hey, guys, we didn't do this in the beginning. You could really benefit from doing it now that you know better. Um, Maya Angelou, if you know better, you do better. So let's adapt that kind of mentality. I hope that it really helps you guys in your journey and raising your kids and blending these cultures a lot more better and seamlessly than we did. So let's get on to the, the lamps. Of course, the Dias. Don't just buy them, make them. All you need is some clay and a wick and oil. And for eco-friendly twists, try using orange peels as Dias. I've seen it all, folks. Just get creative out there and don't be scared that it doesn't fit the mold because life today isn't about fitting a mold. It's about creating your own. So for those of you in multicultural relationships, consider mixing Diwali and your own traditions. Create something more of a Diwa giving, a celebration by hosting maybe like a potluck where guests bring dishes inspired by both Diwali and Thanksgiving and just mesh the two together. These are opportunities that are endless when you blend different cultural aspects in a very meaningful way. And Diwali isn't just about the individual. It's about community. This is a festival and it's a great time for you guys to give back, whether it's donating food, clothes, simply your time. Make sure your festival of lights illuminates others' lives as well. The spirit of Diwali is not just confined to your home. It's a communal celebration. So how about organizing a neighborhood Diwali fair or charitable event that reflects your own personal passions, whether it's a food drive, community cleaning, a storytelling session. You guys can make Diwali meaningful in your own way. Your leadership skills are welcome here. And just remember, Diwali is not an occasion for us to follow old age traditions. It's an opportunity to create new ones that resonate with who you are as cultures, generations do grow. We want to see that growth. There's nothing wrong in incorporating what you love, what you like, as long as we remember the basis of it. So couples and families, this Diwali, let's not just light up Diaz and burst firecrackers. Let's also light up our creativity and burst forth with individuality, making Diwali a unique reflection of our own homes and hearts. Be sure to hashtag Married to India because I want to see it all. So there you guys have it, a beginner's toolkit just celebrating Diwali in all of its magnificence. Whether you're a first-timer or a seasoned veteran, may your Diwali be as resplendent as a sky full of stars. Brianna, Krista, Nicole, this one's for you and to everyone celebrating this year. Happy Diwali. And if you found today's episode to be as enlightening as a Dia, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a shining review. And until the next burst of stories and insights, this is Amy Rigetti signing off with love, light, and everlasting glow. Namaste. Namaste.